Hello and welcome to the bio of a gray hat hacker. I'm Wood, Wood the Second, and this is going to be a very fast episode because it comes around uh, one of my most recent topics and we're starting to cover OSINT, open source intelligence, in other words. And there's plenty of stuff on my views on it and my use of it. Um, I just released um, a demo, for lack of a better word, even though I said I wasn't going to do demos. Um, but as I didn't actually use any tools, aside from my mind, Google, and know-how to develop an intelligence product, I didn't really demo anything, in my opinion. But uh, that's available on my YouTube channel. And you are welcome to subscribe to my other content platforms. I apologize, I'm not very good at this. As you can tell, I've been uh, behind the scenes in a lot of my dealings over the years just due to the uh, perception of hackers or people who are good with information. But that brings me back to the question that I had answered today being tied into with this OSINT and I would like to share my views on this question. So, The question I got was, what is the best way to protect yourself from data brokers? Now, I'll read what I answered and then I'll discuss it. Okay. As a data broker is one who sells information, your best protection would be not divulging information on the open internet. There are steps you can take to help obfuscate your footprint, but a good data broker, if you become targeted as their product, could cut through most methods. In short, obscurity is your best protection, but that's nigh impossible unless you truly go off the grid. Now, with a lot of our studies and uh, looking at OSINT, its principles, its methodologies, uh, tools that you do require are actually pretty nil. A data broker, in this instance, you could view me as a data broker. I sell information. That's, that's what I do. Uh, if I'm working in a hacking capacity, that is what I'm doing. I am selling information. So whether those are reports, whether those are um, SWOT analyses, whether those are um, other documents that would aid your client in uh, maintaining themselves in the competitive landscape. Most people view a data broker or one who deals in information in this bad light. Like this guy's saying, how do I protect myself from the data broker? I've spent a lot of time trying to explain that it's all, in, in my case, in my personal case, it is absolutely only about the business. That's the only data I am interested in from one business to another. I don't go after the individual. Right? But 
in business you are in public life there is no way you could actually take yourself off grid but then you got the individual citizen worldwide because this is an issue worldwide privacy issues and all that which I am a huge advocate of even as a data broker if that's what somebody wants to term me as um, it's it's not um, unless you're doing it on mass of individuals a single individual you're not going to get the value of for the time and energy that it would take to make a true uh, developed product from and actually most data brokers what they sell is just the raw data they they don't sell the analysis so that's again coming back to the whole when I was talking about you know, massive data breaches, it all depends on who's putting that stuff in order and turning it into the development of the product. So, data brokers, even to the individual, don't present as much of a privacy concern unless you're talking about people like me, but working on individual. And again, that doesn't happen as often because the you'd be overexpending resources even people that would be interested in that kind of activity you're overexpending your resources from a financial state uh, standpoint it doesn't make any sense so I hope that the individual person doesn't fear the need to be as obscure there are many, many things that we need to uh, fix for the individual user of the net in 2022. There is so much data, personal data, that is around. But if somebody is using your personal data, normally it is not going to be solely your personal data. It's not somebody is coming after you personally. For the normal people out there that aren't hackers, I hope you're understanding that you're not important. You're, you're not important in the, the schema of the job as, as an individual. You are not important on an individual level. When you're trying to find patterns in the most efficient use of whatever your uh, product is going to be used or intended or where you're getting paid for your product, the only value that the individual has is how they contribute into your whole set. So while individual data would be looked at, the primary the primary data set is going to come from whatever business entity or organizational entity that has become the focus of the operation. So, to me, 
this is just something that was asked to I don't want to say make people paranoid but it was just one of those that would make an individual view that oh no bad stuff is going to happen I need to get off the net not really um, there's so much information on the net that for the individual it does obscure a lot of your data pretty well the only time that you'll run into issues is when somebody is actually going after or trying to learn about a much larger objective than you as an individual. And that's why I think many people fear the hacker is because they don't understand that. Like, I'm going to come after you, Bobby Jones, individually. No. We would never do... Well... I would never do that. I would never do that. You do have rogue elements in the hacking culture that, you know, are truly vindictive or uh, like to go after just the individual. But even still, statistically, that is very low. It's very low. For total number of people in the world, that is so low, it's not even funny. How many people in the world versus how many uh, hackers actually do that versus how many actually have that skill set to make it worth the time. The only time that you'll run into issues is if you have, say, the newbie hacker that gets the idea that whatever they're working on is a good idea to go after an, an individual and I'm, I'm sorry you're just going to get caught at some point you're going to get caught and that's not that's not good <laughs> um, and then you perpetuate the fear of the rest of us so stop it so it turns out that it's also, as I was saying, people still has this perception about, well, people like me. Because I use data in my day-to-day. I am a hacker in my day-to-day. I mean, that's who I am. That's what I identify as. You know, to, to put not too fine a point on it. Apparently in this era when we can be whatever we want to, I identify as a hacker. Point blank period, end of story. And you can see that there's still fear. There's no understanding. As you go through your hacking journey, take a lot of these things that I'm saying in in stride. In that the individual 
and mainstream society is not going to understand you. Whether you're a black hat, whether you're a white hat, whether you're in the middle like me, like I say, I'm gray, there is no color. In a previous episode, I had discussed also, you know, some of the variants with the hats. Go back and listen to that if you want to. But there's no color. We're all hackers. So you need to, to come to terms with how you fit into the machine and where you're going to stand in a lot of moral things. Sure. But as you can see, there's still a lot of fear on the outside about your skill set and what you're capable of. So, no matter what uh, segment of the hacking community that you're in, just be constantly aware of that. That you're going to experience misunderstanding. And you're going to experience all these things. And try not to hold it against these, these people. So, and in conclusion off of that question, no. The individual should not feel the need to get off grid. Number one, every, everything is so wrapped up in technology today. You really can't. You really can't. Unless you had to survive and you had to seriously run from everything or the zombie apocalypse hits or whatever scenario you're imagining in your head that would require you to be off-grid. And that's because you're off-grid because the grid is gone. You're not going to go off-grid. You got a few yahoos that, you know, I'm off the grid, I'm off the I guarantee you, you still go to the bank, I guarantee you, you're still using the postal service, I guarantee you, you are still using services in some place, unless you have annexed yourself literally to the middle of nowhere and called yourself your own country, you can, you, you have things on the grid, and you will continue to have things on the grid at this stage in the game. So, if you want to go off-grid because that's what you want to do, okay, cool. But don't go off-grid because you're scared of hackers. I hope this has been useful and educational, and it should be much shorter than some other content. And it is. If you'd like to, you can follow me on any social media. Uh, the easiest way to find me is just Google my name as it's written Lloyd McVeigh the second and I'll show up in Google I'm in all the places and the website will be LloydMcVeighTheSecond.com it doesn't have a lot at it right now you know that's because I've been working on other things but that's me that's my website it's got all my socials linked through it you can find me if you'd like to uh, if you want to hit me with any messages or anything like that just I'm very particular about who I deal with obviously so don't be creepy 
Uh, if you fire me a message in any of those social medias, just say, hey, listen to the podcast. Why are you contacting me? And I'll make the determination of whether I'm going to deal with you or not. But I do hope that people are getting value out of the stuff I'm talking about. And we'll be going over more uh, of my personal experiences and doing things like going through questions that I'm getting throughout the community and that sort of thing so that you can learn and, and pick up little nuggets of knowledge. I'm not going to teach you everything you need to know to be a hacker. I'm not going to teach you how to use tools. I'm not going to teach you anything. But I will teach you how to use your brain. To use your mind. And then you'll be able to apply that to your endeavors. And you'll get far more value from that than sitting down in any class learning stuff by rote. Because you'll need to experiment, and I'll tell you the right ways to do it. So thanks for tuning in. This has been a Bio of Grey Hat Hacker. Have a good one.